0: Oxford from the Inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Hi, I'm Abby. Hi, I'm Mary. Welcome to Episode 9 of Oxford from the Inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Today we are joined by Sean, Effie and Cara.
1: Um, Would you guys like to introduce yourselves?
2: Yeah, hi. Um, My name is Sean. I'm a first year studying PPE, which is Philosophy, Politics and Economics, at Mansfield College. And I'd say my um, favourite thing about Oxford is probably the people I've met, especially like in my college and like in the ACS. Very down to earth, just a good time, good vibes, especially in an environment like Oxford.
3: I'm Effie. I'm, a, I'm going into my second year of Classics at Corpus yeah. Christi College. Um, I'd say my favourite thing about Oxford is probably the people as well. Sean kind of stole my bit, but, you know, I'll let him. <laughs>
4: Um, hi, my name is Cora, I'm a first year going to second year, I study English at Somerville. I'm not gonna say the people as my favourite thing about Oxford, um, I think my college bar it's a social place, you can just talk to anyone like all the time, it's quite nice. It's oh,
1: right to hear people that like the terrace but that's <laughs> <laughs> that we're getting representation Cora. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's great! And um, thank you so much, guys, for coming on to the podcast. So today we will be talking about uh, the Oxford African and Caribbean Society, or in short, the Oxford ACS. So I thought I would just start this off for people who are not sure about what the Oxford ACS is. Um, Sean, do you want to give us a sort of rundown about what the society is?
2: Yeah. So, um, objectively, we are the best society in Oxford. <laughs> Basically, what we do is we try to empower and um, students of African and Caribbean heritage at the University of Oxford. It's kind of like a safe space for them as well, because obviously when you come to Oxford, it's a different type of culture that you have to get used to. And it's good for us to kind of just step back a bit and have our own space to celebrate our culture, our heritage, the things we like, etc. But also, um, even though it's the African and Caribbean society, we're very inclusive. So most of our events, anyone can come through to just experience a good time or actually learn about African or Caribbean culture. Central to our aims and goals is access work. So we try, and, we try and get a lot of students from African and Caribbean descent in like secondary schools to come through to Oxford, think about applying to top universities because just statistically as well, they're underrepresented at high, just in higher education. So that's definitely another central thing we do. But we also just make sure that our students and our members just have a good time really very vibrant we're very high energy but yeah that's pretty much us just floating in this Oxford world but yeah. Um, I
1: really like when you said that Um, it's not just about the African and Caribbean students getting to know each other you're also trying to educate other people about your cultures and I think that's really really important and like a really great thing that you guys do um, and I was just wondering exactly how you try to do that?
2: Yeah I mean we have like a variety of events that we do so we do like all types of events from balls like not when i say a ball but like a nice little party or like a nice event towards the end of the year we do club nights for example where people can come through and listen to our type of music and also we do have very like serious events where we have intellectual discussion around some of the problems facing our communities as well as literally just inviting anyone to come through to our events like just the little things like you know playing caribbean music playing like different types of African music uh, events, hopefully giving out some African snacks, Caribbean snacks. And I think this year we're going to try and take the initiative to educate more on, in particular, like Black British uh, history, because just, I guess, in like the mainstream media, just in general, it's kind of like out of everyone's consciousness. Not many people know about it. So that's, I think, in terms of like educating, that's our kind of a central goal this year that we're trying to take on. But in the past, like we've done done it all. Like we also hold a really big uh, Black History Month event which is quite a flagship event that everyone comes through to and it's not even just about educating we get like well last year the old committee got like dancers and performers and stuff of African Caribbean descent so literally if it's African or Caribbean like we'll, we'll do it we'll try and do our best to implement it but that's that's all down to the team and like the great people on it such as Cara events officer Effie's vice president so yeah
0: and that's like amazing and I think it's it is especially with like current the current situation like it's really really important to like educate people um and i think also like doing like access schemes is also really important and i was just wondering um you, you did mention previously how that you have different schemes with like high schools and stuff and i was just wondering cara i know you do a lot with access sort of what schemes um, and initiatives do the society have to help african and caribbean students
4: well i think First of all, with our social medias like YouTube and things, um, we try and do like tours and vlogs of our days to kind of familiarise them on like a less formal basis and kind of show them like what a day in our life would be. Recently been doing like live Q and A's, subject Q and A's with ACS. And that's the opportunity to just kind of like interact and um, ask as many questions as you can. Usually we'd have visions, for example, over Easter and summer, where we'd go into different schools across London. Unfortunately, again, Corona kind of got in the way of that one, but um, that's a really successful scheme. Yeah, we have large conferences in summer as well. ACS Access are just really on top of trying to get everyone involved and trying to educate as much as possible. The senior access officers and the junior team do like a really, really amazing job. Um, So we do formal and informal kind of workshops, Q&As, things like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's so good. I was reading your your website, actually, and I know you work closely with the University Outreach and Access Department, which is also really, really good. I was thinking um, sort of in terms of when you're a student and you've gotten into Oxford, I was just wondering, like, Effie, um, would you be able to sort of give a rundown of how a student might go about joining the society?
3: Um, You literally just come to some of our events, I'd say is a great first step. Um, we do a lot of like societal and welfare events just because, you know, uni is so intense like all the time. And I personally find that like when I went to the ACS events in my first year, it was just so like calming to have this environment where like people knew the kind of stuff I knew, like when I'm in London and when I'm home. So I'd say a great first step is coming to an event, getting to know the people. And then we send around like a, a sign up sheet, basically, and then you um, pay for the membership, not that expensive. And um, yeah, then you're an ACS member, get your name on your puffer, everything.
0: That's really cool. It's it's really good that it's so like accessible and easy to join the society. And I think that's really important for a society. And from what you guys have been saying, like it seems like you've got a really good community feel in your society, which is really, really important. And I was just thinking... I've, I've seen that you've got things for like careers in the future, as w- along with the society. So the things like Meet the Sponsors, uh, Days and like ACS Women's Network. And I was just wondering if, if one of you wanted to sort of expand on that, give a little bit more information on it.
2: Yeah, in terms of careers, we also like, like you've hit the nail on the head. We actually try and make sure that our members have the opportunity to like aspire to achieve pretty much. So we're thankful because the people who came before us, Have gone on to do very like successful things. Um, are very successful in their own right. For example, like um the YouTuber, like uh, v um Oxford YouTuber. Like, you know, she's great. She's doing a lot of great things, and she's just one of the many examples of like our past um, members who. Have gone on and are achieving great things. So what we try and do is with our sponsors, we try and get them involved to directly like network with our members. So then obviously when you build the relationships and then you're applying for like sort of schemes here and there, you already kind of have a foot in the door in a sense. Obviously you still have to do a lot more. Like we're not just doing some backwards, like back alley kind of trade deal with the corporate sponsors. But yeah, it's it's good because I think it's all about equal opportunity. So it's trying to get our members the actual opportunity to meet some of these people whereas if in like secondary school or just because like you know you you can come from like a disadvantaged background but you know coming from a state comprehensive like i did myself i didn't really have the opportunities to meet corporate sponsors like that so it's a good thing that we try and do and then with our women's network uh, again we just try and like tailor uh, the communication between our sponsors and the type of events they have to our members so yeah and we just kind of make we're like the middleman pretty much and we make it really easier because obviously now um, sponsors realize that it's good to have a kind of diverse cohort and we have the diverse co- cohort of very talented extremely smart people so um we just try and like you know connect them really and it's it's working well and this year we're going to try and diversify as well so it's not just a corporate type of roles like you know going into things like media etc we have big plans so hopefully they are <laughs> we can pull them on.
1: yeah i think it's really important because People think that as soon as you get to Oxford, you have your life together and that you've got that support network that will just guide you straight to a great career. And it's just really not the case. So to have that support there, especially like from your peers and, and from people who have been at the university, like um, ACS alumni and things. I think that's like a really, really nice thing to have. Um, and have you got any other in, um, initiatives of any kind that you'd like to see like implemented this year with the ACS?
2: Like I said, diversifying sponsors is a big thing because I think that on... Just on a general point, a a sad reality is that like you obviously have a lot of talent and a lot of like intellectual capability when you come to Oxford, but the only people that kind of suck them up are like the corporate jobs. But then you have to think about well, what if that talent and those like kind of intellectual capabilities went to other kind of sectors of like just the economy, the the world, etc. To actually make a difference and stuff. So we're we're trying to look into that. It's easier said than done, but um, like I said, diversifying the opportunities for our members rather than the typical corporate. uh, jobs you see like law consulting investment banking that type of stuff we're trying to look into that so yeah i mean it's it's very early stages so hopefully it it comes comes together but um yeah that's basically it
1: that's really good because i think there is such a culture of you either you go to oxford and then you carry on to your phd or you go into consulting or investment banking and so i think to like broaden the horizons and give some more options is like super important for everybody but especially like the ACS members um that's yeah that's really really great to see and are there any changes you'd like to see to the society or in the university for ACS students because I suppose that is like quite a topical thing at the moment just wondered if you wanted to talk a bit about that.
3: Well, in the university, obviously um, a lot of the ACS members, especially the black ACS members, have been under a lot of stress because virtual trinity not that great and then obviously um everything going on with the Black Lives Matter protests and just in general discussing a lot of anti blackness. And I feel like a lot of people what they don't realise when you're not black is that people discussing your identity and almost like disagreeing with like your existence and your worth in the first place is a very traumatic experience. And um We've been in conversations like individually with our colleges like not even representing the acs but also um the past committee has also been in contact with the university about um getting black counselors for um students and also just implementing a lot more like welfare for us because it's quite a specific demand so that's one thing that we've had conversations with the university about and currently we're just waiting for them to come through on what they've said that they're going to do for us and um i'm putting my faith in them yeah and i just feel like in general there needs to be a lot more talk not just on the welfare side but just on like the teaching side as well like um anti-bias training and things like that because so many things are subconscious so many things we grow up with that we don't even notice yeah so i just feel like generally like educating each other educating ourselves and the university making sure they contribute to that as well
1: i definitely agree have you has anyone got anything to add to that and any of the things they'd like to see changed or anything they're hoping for for the future
4: um well like for me i'd like if there was just a general culture change in oxford there tends to be like in some cases quite a strict divide between people who study there and people who are employed by oxford and so sometimes when we try to be heard there's kind of a disconnect and sometimes for example in teaching i do english there are many texts that i can sometimes feel kind of uncomfortable with there's sometimes language that is used that i'm not comfortable with I think just kind of understanding when students are hurt by things and when things kind of overstep a boundary. And also just in talking to college, just being more receptive, trying to hear voices, not just when things like Black Lives Matter arise, but like when we're there the entire time doesn't and shouldn't require like something very big to happen for the welfare of like black students to be considered. So yeah, just changing the culture, as Effie said, with like welfare, but also the way we're taught in our teaching.
1: Yeah I think that's so important and just having people there to listen to be receptive like that's all you ask for really you know like it's just something so simple that you'd expect to be there so yeah hopefully we will see change in the future Um, but it's good to know that people are becoming more and more aware of and more willing to change um, definitely and I suppose that's obviously quite um, like an upsetting thing to talk about Um, so I want to sort of spin that around and say um, what have you really really enjoyed about being part of the ACS what do you love about your life as part of the ACS Oxford
2: I think, well, for me, because like, I think you can, you can uh, break down your Oxford experience into two parts. So you have your college experience and then you have your outer college experience. So college experience has pretty much just been at ACS. And I think it's just a place where you can just be yourself, man. Like <laughs> you get up to absolute nonsense. It's just so, it's actually just so much fun. Like, for example, the first thing that popped into my, my brain is that we all went Nando's once. And then in the car park opposite, we all had a race. Just just run and see who's the fastest. It's like little, like, dumb things like that, I think, which people don't really expect the st- stereotypical Oxford kind of experience to be. But, like, we, we kind of just redefine what it means to be an Oxford student, really. And I think I think that's just a beautiful thing. I think it kind of latches onto the people as- aspect, but I think it's just the social, like, just having friends who, like, understand your background and how you were raised and you understand how they were raised is quite, it's quite a fun thing to have.
3: I'd say the reason I love the ACS is just because it definitely feels like a family, like any problem you'd have, like even in, in lockdown when everything was just basically going terribly, we were all like in the ACS members Facebook group, like sending inspirational things, like funny things, just like trying to brighten each other up and encourage each other and like no matter like what you're going through, there's always going to be a support system there, and that's one of the things that um, I've really appreciated with the past committee, and one of the things I'm really looking forward to like hold, keeping, and developing in our current committee. Yeah, just to kind of build on what Effie said, it's definitely
4: very much a family. Like, it's not just a society, in a sense that we don't only see each other. For example, at like events, like we just genuinely enjoy each other's company. So like we meet up outside of socials, we we'll meet outside of like Oxford which is really nice but I guess to add something different like the variety of events we put on like some of them are more welfare as we talked about some of them are more careers focused Um, some of them can be just more of us sitting down and just generally talking to each other like when we have Ox chats where like I think it was mentioned before we just bring up hot topics at Oxford or something like that everyone's like kind of talk and people share stories and laugh and then we're able to have like clubbing for example like there's just much we do. It's just very based.
1: So what's your favourite memory as part of the ACS and in ACS events? Is there something that sticks out as like, wow, that was a lot of fun or that was just really, really nice? It might be tricky to pick out one, to be fair. It sounds so great, but... <laughs>
3: I think my favorite memory was Take Me Out because all three (laughs) of us were there. I was actually one of the, (laughs) Sean, don't put your head down. I was one of the mystery girls. (laughs) And it was just really fun. Like it was so hilarious. Everything was really, like it was just so casual. Like there was no pressure to do anything. Like it's just every ACS event is like that. But Take Me Out was particularly comical sean talk more about take me out please what was no, your I, 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 I was
2: very successful with the girl then and take me out in it but anyways we'll, we'll move on <laughs> so,
3: sean actually didn't get chosen and i had to pop sean's balloon because he was getting cheeky to my best friend that's why he put his head down in shame <laughs> but he's learned his lesson now
2: so <laughs> no, it's it, it was a fun it was a fun time though like honestly <laughs> like you wouldn't you wouldn't get that elsewhere i think for me it was probably the christmas social where like we all kind of just like we all started like dancing and vibing because we we've got very like musically talented people in the ACS. Um I can't say I'm one of them but it's fine, you know. I'm I'm there to <laughs> take it in. But um for the for the Christmas social that that was good fun because um people would just play on the keyboard, started singing Christmas carols or we put a little African and Caribbean twist on it. Like it was just fun really, just, just spontaneous.
1: Can you pick a
4: memory carol? They all been all been great. Actually quite hard but like I liked two of them in particular like the first meet and eat was essentially where we all got together for the time in Oxford it was really relaxed and everyone was so nice um cheesecake and chats like the ox chat I thought that was so funny everyone was just telling stories everyone was busting jokes we were all just laughing it was a really really good set because it was one of the earlier events so it really set the tone for like the year and um no yeah it was just a really good time
1: really really nice I remember um so I was on the Target Schools Committee last year and the ACS did a day with us and I remember the ACS members coming in um and I've literally never seen such like a vibrant community and they were all like cracking jokes so friendly and energetic and I was like it must just be such a nice community to be part of like even from the outside like it looks so much fun like such a nice thing to be part of so yeah you guys do a really really great job I don't know if Abby you have any like last questions that you want to ask
0: I was just thinking, if you had to give one piece of like crucial advice to a prospective student coming up to Oxford, what would that piece of advice be?
3: I think my main piece of advice would be to believe in yourself um because I feel like a lot of the misconception around Os- Oxford is that it's just so formal and that you have to be like a specific kind of student and and I remember in my my favourite interview which is actually my tutor now she's the one that did my interview and it's not even right interviewed it was just so casual and she just told me to speak about this random poem and then I just had a great time talking about it so I think yeah my main piece of advice is just to believe in yourself you love your subject and all you've got to do is display your love and your passion and basically the the thirst to like know more um, to your tutor, and just don't be scared because Oxford is really what you make it. So you have to believe in yourself and make your own
2: mark.
0: That's really good, yeah. Um, Sean or Cara, do you have any advice?
2: Yeah, um, I'd say obviously just build on top of what Effie said definitely apply. You have five choices if you live in the UK. Just put one of them down and just try your best. But at the same time, like. If if it doesn't work out, like Oxford really isn't the be all and end all. There's like, I know so many people at different universities having fun, doing their thing, being successful. So I think it's good because that kind of Oxford prestige is, when I say dying out, it's, it's not that elitism in terms of like, if you only go to Oxford, then that's the only way you will do well in life. Like that's dying out. Any university you go to, you'll be fine. Oxford's a very good university, but at the end of the day, it isn't for everyone. You know some people would benefit from the teaching style some people won't and that's just how it is Like honestly any other university is great as well so like I said it's not the be-all end-all.
0: Yeah that's that's a very important point you know don't you know obviously we encourage people to apply to Oxford if they've got the you know capabilities but you know don't set your heart and soul on it all the other universities in Britain as well are amazing.
1: Also yeah like you said don't be put off from applying because it is only one of like five so just go for it if you want to like just take a little shot in the dark yeah definitely Cara have you got any like
4: last piece of advice? It was definitely just what we were talking about you know um stay very focused if one of your goals is to come to Oxford then just put 110% in and understand that you can do it there are so many scare tactics out there to try and make you not want to apply there's a lot of rumors about like interviews being like horror shows and they're not all like that
0: Yeah that's such a great tip. So yes, I think that's a wrap and thank you yes, so much um, for coming onto the show um, and telling us all about the African and Caribbean society in Oxford. Do you want to plug your social medias right now? Yeah yeah go ahead.
2: (laughs) Obviously Oxford ACS on all socials I'll spell it out O-X-F-O-R-D-A-C-S all socials Instagram, Snapchat, we're making a TikTok, that's a little exclusive for you lot, don't worry, soon come, soon come, uh, YouTube, but honestly, like, yeah, it's a good time, you can check out the YouTube, but yeah, support it, why not?
1: I can vouch that Kara is a TikTok queen, so there's going to be some beautiful content coming out, <laughs> and that also leads us to just say, definitely follow Oxford from the Inside socials too, so we're Oxford from the Inside on Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, yeah on my social medias (laughs) so you can definitely check us out on there as well so yeah thank you so much for being here today and yeah have a great summer Bye. Bye.
2: bye bye thanks